Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Since I started doing this on Listen Up, but, you know, I figured with the NFL draft coming up in a couple of hours, I don't want to go head to head with that. Uh, Myself, I think a lot of other people are going to be following that very closely. And I'm thinking, okay, well, all right, I got a a meeting I have to be at at one o'clock. I don't know how long that's going to last. And I'm thinking, okay. Let's go do it at 11 a.m. So for those of you that are on, I appreciate it. I know it's a weird time and, you know, I don't even know how long I'll do this show. I just want to give some thoughts on, you know, last night's game. Listen, the Kings played their hearts out. Okay. They really did. As soon as the Aaron Fox became ineffective and it was clear to me and I think everyone else that his finger had gotten worse as the game went on. When he became ineffective, particularly in the fourth quarter, the Kings were going to have a very difficult time winning that game. It's very puzzling to me how the Kings can shoot so well from three in the first quarter and make eight and then only make two the rest of the game. I mean, it's baffling to me. It's very baffling. Uh, It's baffling to me how Keegan Murray can be so good in the first quarter and be invisible, absolutely invisible for the final three quarters. It's baffling to me how Harrison Barnes can be invisible for the first, what, three quarters, and then he finally gets into the game. Uh, You got... Kevin Herter, who has had a bad series. Clay Thompson has owned him. And with all of those things, the Kings have been right there and a chance to win all of these games with the exception of game three. So I look at that as more of a positive than a negative. But I said this when the series began. The difference in this series would be two things. Number one, Steph Curry. And number two, experience. And I believe that has been the difference. Now, I think De'Aaron Fox has gone toe-to-toe, step-for-step with Steph Curry. But when the Warriors need that basket, when they need that play, it's Steph Curry. And the Warriors' experience, again, they don't beat themselves. Last night was a perfect example. The Kings made some mistakes in the final 90 seconds, and the Warriors did not. And the Warriors now have a chance to wrap up this series tomorrow at 5 o'clock. That's right. Remember, 5 o'clock tomorrow, not 7 o'clock. It's a 5 o'clock game. A lot of people I've talked to didn't even know that. The game is at 5 o'clock, and I'm going to be down at 34 Mexican Cantina again. That was fabulous. That was a great spot to be for a watch party. Everyone had a fabulous time. There's outdoors, indoors. I mean, we had a blast. So we're going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, Ryan and I will be down there uh, to do the pregame show at 4.30, halftime and postgame. I don't see the Kings winning tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I personally think the game will not be competitive once we get to the fourth quarter. I think the Kings are going to have a very difficult time uh, keeping that game close. I think their best chance was last night. And unfortunately, it did not happen. And it's a shame because this team has been outstanding this year. I I take my hat off to this team. They do play with a lot of heart. They never quit. Uh, But 
you know, they're not winning against the Warriors unless De'Aaron Fox is 100%. And particularly in the fourth quarter, uh, he was not. All right, let's get to Jay. Jay, thank you very much for being our leadoff man on this Thursday morning. How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you for the morning therapy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I was yes. At, uh, I was at- I was at game five last night and, um, uh, you know, as, as the game's going on, he, I always felt like the Kings should have been losing by 20 most of the night. You know, they, they had, yep. the, they, had the yep. night, they had the nice start and, and then they gave it away at the end of the first quarter. Then they make another run and they give it away. They give away uh, a, a bunch of points at the end of the, the second quarter. And the exact same thing happened in the third and fourth quarter that the beginning yes. parts of the quarter did okay, but I, I didn't real. I just had the impression because I didn't have stats in front of me being at the game, but I saw some stats this morning that showed that the, that the kick, I don't, I don't remember the exact number, but it was dramatically how, how much they were outscored in the final two or three minutes of every single quarter last yeah. night. And despite the fact that, um, you know, Thompson and Curry are making these incredible shots. Uh, the Kings were right there. You know, they're, they're right there. And that's with Herder not showing up, you know, Murray disappearing after the first quarter. Yep. Barnes, Barnes was, you know, invisible in the first half. He kind of came around a bit in the second half. You know, Monk didn't do much in the first half, but he was, he's the guy that kept us in the game in the second half. And we look at, I look back at that game. I'm like, you know, we should, we should have lost by 30. And to, to be, to be there is, you know, I, I don't know about moral victories. But there's no such thing moral victories in the playoff. But it's amazing how they, they hung in there with it. And, um, you know, if they can, if they can uh, execute some small percentage better, they have a fighting chance in game six. I, I, don't, I don't expect a win, but uh, I think Golden State has now got the killer instinct mentality and they're going to put the Kings, they're going to put the Kings away just watching Thompson yep. and Curry. But, but, you know, the, the, King, the Kings are hanging with them. And, you know, I guess, I guess that's the solace we have to live with. They are hanging with them, and it's been very encouraging. I think the Kings burst their bubble last night, personally. And listen, Fox, that finger did not get any better last night, that's for sure. Now, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't, you know, tell you, well, gee, you know, is it just a matter of, of uh, when he got hit on it, when, the, when, the, when, when he obviously aggravated again in the second half, does that make it worse for Friday? I mean, I would assume it's not going to make it any better, that's for sure. I, I, Jay, I just don't see the Kings winning on the road when the Warriors have a chance to eliminate Sacramento especially with De'Aaron Fox being less than 100%. I, I don't see it. I personally, Jay, I don't think the game's going to be close tomorrow. I just don't. I think the Kings are going to have a really difficult time keeping that game close tomorrow. I hope I'm wrong, but I I, I, I don't like it. I, I do not like that scenario for Sacramento. If you told me that De'Aaron Fox was 100% and there were no issues, I would say, well, you know what? They can do it, but I don't see them doing it without Fox being at the top of his game. And clearly, Jay, you were at the game. I'm sure you saw it. I mean, in the fourth quarter, the turnovers, the shooting. I mean, he was not able to play the way he wanted to. No, and and you, you, you know, they were all over him, but he lost balls off the dribble that you know, you know, it looked like he he lost control of it. And if if the if he doesn't have that injury, does he still lose control of the ball? You know, so I, I agree with you. And the problem with those injuries, and I've coached players that had that exact same injury, and, and they and they and they played through it. But the problem that they right. have is that once uh, initially the, the problem, the biggest problem is is the edema, the swelling, and when when that subsides, the, the players do better. But the more it gets whacked, the more he uses it, 
the edema and the swelling so they come back and in addition to the discomfort and so those things don't don't help and so it's probably you know it, how much how much trauma did that injury take so how much swelling is going to be there in 48 hours versus the 72 hour break that he had from the injury to the game but i agree either either way it's not going to it's not going to be any better so it's going to we're going to probably have to expect the same results and quite frankly I was blown away with the results that Fox gave us anyways with that injury. I was too. But I, I was too. I, but I agree. I agree. And, and, and 80% Fox is not going to beat 100% no. Curry and Thompson. No. Hey, man, thanks and for being know, here. Appreciate you. Th- hey, thank you, Jay. Have a great rest of your day. You know, and again, without Kevin Herter doing anything in this series, I, I just, Clay Thompson has destroyed him. Absolutely destroyed him. I just, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. The Warriors know very well they cannot afford to go back to Sacramento. And I think they're going to be playing for a um, – they're going to be playing, I think, an A, A game. A game. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, raise your hand. I appreciate Jay joining us here. And, again, odd time, but I, I don't want to go head-to-head this afternoon uh, with the NFL draft. What do you want to talk about? All right. Hit me up. You think the Kings have a chance tomorrow? I don't think they have a chance tomorrow. No. I'm being cynical. Of course they have a chance, but you know what I'm saying. I don't expect it. I would be very surprised. Very surprised. All right, we say hello to John on this Thursday morning. Hey, John. Good morning, Grant. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Strange time, but I'm enjoying it. Um, Yeah. Boy, last night's game, it was extremely competitive. The end obviously got, uh, you know, got got Exciting. a little slow offensive. Got a slow offensive. No, but, but it was right there. The game was up for grabs oh, with 90 seconds left, you know. Heck, yeah, it was. I've got no complaints whatsoever about that, especially since our team is so – not really young, but inexperienced playoff-wise. Yeah. Pretty yep. proud of them for doing that. The only game that went really haywire in this series thus far, you know, is game three. Yeah, game three. That's right. So everything yep. else has been extremely competitive. And even game three was competitive the first until, you know, the second half, you know, late in the game. So you can't, you can't blame too much. I mean, you can't blame anything on effort because effort's been a hundred percent. I don't have any problems with that. The one thing I took away from last night, however, in the end of the game, when they pulled Davion out, Harrison was still in there. Check me out. Check it out. I love Harrison Barnes, but he was virtually ineffective a lot of the game, part of the third quarter. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Isolation and stuff. What I think should have happened, and, you know, hindsight's 20, not always 20-20, but if they would have pulled Harrison and left Davion guarding Steph, Steph wasn't able to touch the ball when Davion was guarding him. And towards the end of the game, Steph was dribbling all over the court and everything where Davion was not letting that happen. Did you see that too, or was I just you know I, I no, you know I saw Steph score against Davion a couple of times where he made miraculous shots, but yeah, you know, I understand what you're saying. Here, here's the deal: if you took off, if you took everyone off the floor that was ineffective last night, you wouldn't have Keegan Murray on the floor, you wouldn't have Harrison Barnes on the floor, you wouldn't have Kevin Herter on the floor. I mean, let's just call it the way it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you got to put somebody out there, and the reality is the fact that all those guys were so ineffective last night. Yeah. And the Kings still had a chance to win the game with a minute, minute and a half left. To me, it's very positive. Hey, I fully agree with that. And uh, Keegan, you know, he was extremely effective in the first half and in the first quarter. First quarter. 
and then, then he didn't do anything. He didn't even take, he didn't even take a shot. The light turned off. I don't know. Yep. Did, he took one more shot in the fourth or something like that. Yep. That was it. Yeah, it was I ridiculous. I, I was wondering if were they guarding him better or what? I just didn't. And the Kings under- weren't getting him the ball. The Kings were not yeah, getting him the ball. They weren't running anything for him, and I, I didn't understand that. I mean. You know, the guy was maybe, other than Fox, the best player on the floor for Sacramento in the first quarter. And really, and I mean this, you know, quarters two, three, and four, he barely even had the ball in his hands. I know it. I know. I saw that. I guess we were watching the same game because it, it kind of blew me away that how effective he was and then how ineffective. It's almost like he wasn't yep. there, you know? And the so. best player on the floor last night was Draymond Green. I hate to give that guy credit because I despise him, but... He was the best player on the floor you know last how night. how much he, I want to hang up on you right now for saying that, Grant. But Yeah, I know. I, I want to hang up on myself. I hear you. I hear you. I agree 100%, man. I hate that guy. And hates a strong word. I, I dislike his, his mannerisms. Dislike, right. So, you, to see him have a good game, you know, it just it hurts all of he us. He was the best player on the floor. He was the best yeah. player on the floor last night. And it kills me to say that, but that's the reality. He was the best player. He's the reason why the Warriors won game five last night. I got to agree with you. I hate to, but I got to agree with you, you know, um, and, and just watching his, his mannerisms and his facial expressions. And it just t- completely turns me off. It completely yep. turns me I'm off. With that's you. why, that's why I believe that he will not be on that team next year. You never know. You never know, but it's his last I year. It, yeah. I don't know where he's going, but I certainly hope it's not Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. He'll, he'll go somewhere. Um, so, hey, do you think the Texans are taking a quarterback first, or do you think they're going to go? No, I don't. I don't think they're taking a quarterback first. I really don't. So I know there's a lot of rumors that they're uh, close to making a big-time blockbuster deal, but I, I don't see it. No, I do not think they'll take a quarterback at number two. Do you think they'll take a quarterback I do. at all? I mean, in the, in the yes, second round or something? I do, too. I, 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 I believe their second pick I, – I think their second pick will be a quarterback – um, yes, I do. I do too. And are you thinking pass rusher, pass protector for them to begin with then? Or are you thinking? Yes. No, I'm thinking, uh, you know, edge rusher. Yeah, no. Yeah. Or, you know, a lot of people think Will Anderson, but it's going to be fun to watch, John. I like watching the first, other than the first round, I, I can't watch the NFL draft. I do enjoy watching the first round. Yeah, I, I fully understand you. And, you know, I'm working, so it's, it's difficult for me to watch it, but I usually keep tuned into one of, one of the radio sh- programs to, listening to listen to and and see what goes on which makes me wish that you were on the air yep. all day long but you can't get everything you want grant john you have a great day buddy you do the same buddy and we will uh hey where are you going to be friday have you decided yet yes i'm going to be at the same place as last night 34 mexican cantina we had such a good time that we're doing it again tomorrow now i don't know if you're aware of this the game tomorrow's at five o'clock tomorrow's at five Ooh. yes not seven five yeah, yeah. I am trying to get down there. I've been so busy. It's just not been in the cards, but man, I need to get down there and you still got a shirt saved for me. I'm sure. Yes, I do. 11th and 0. Right so uh, if you can make it, we'll be down there. So uh, if you're, if you're able, come on down and see us, buddy, man, I will grant if I can possibly do it, I will, even if it's just for 10 minutes or for part of the part of the uh-huh. quarter or half or something, if I can make it, I will see you, buddy. All right. You have a good day, bud. Bye-bye. Do the same grant. Thanks. Thank you. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, hit that hand icon. We will do it. Stanley Cup playoffs going on tonight as well, which I've been watching every night. I didn't get a chance to watch last night because I was at the watch party, but I will definitely be watching uh, tonight. 
You know, you if you're around me, uh, there's no NBA on. It's all NHL every night. You know, every night I will be watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, once the Kings are eliminated, I will be I will be watching the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs every single night. I love it. I don't think there's anything better in sports than the Stanley Cup playoffs. And and O'Connor was thrilled with what he saw from uh, Edmonton uh, the other night. I get you know these series. It just goes to show you when you look at Seattle and Colorado. You know, you look at how competitive the Kings and the Oilers have been. When you look at the Rangers and the Devils, when you you know the the difference between the the top team in hockey. And the, uh, you know, the one seed and the eight seed is very, very slim. I mean, you see it all the time. You see it all the time. Speaking of the one seed, how about Miami beating the Milwaukee Bucks? How about Jimmy Butler? You want to talk about amazing. Everybody's talking about Giannis Adetokounmpo in his post-game press conference when he was asked, you know, is this season a failure? And, you know, a lot of people are dissecting that. I, I have the utmost respect for Giannis. Uh, I will tell you that my son, uh, who works a lot of the time in the visitors' locker room for the Kings games? Uh, last year, the Bucks had an optional practice, and Giannis is the only one that showed up. All right, he came, he came, and he was in the locker room all by himself. And my son was in there, and he told me that Giannis spoke to him for a half hour. That they just hung out and they were talking about everything. And my son's twenty six. All right, so you know, same. Same age group. And he told me that in all the years, and he's been doing this now for six years, that Giannis is by far the nicest, coolest, most humble, down-to-earth player that he's had the chance to talk to. And I thought his answer last night was extremely interesting. Very thought out. Uh, very sincere. You don't have to agree with him, but I thought he was, I thought it was incredible. All right, let's get to Dorian. Hello, Dorian. How are you? Hey, Grant. Thanks so much for having uh, the show a little earlier. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Um, that you know, Giannis, that was really incredible. I I really resonate a lot with. I think anybody can resonate a lot with athletes that have great emotional IQ, that are super authentic, that just are themselves. And I really believe that what Giannis uh, said was just him being super genuine and super authentic. I love interviews like that, and I. I that was really amazing, and what Jimmy Butler has done so far in this playoff run, oh, amazing, just back to back, just incredible games. Oh my gosh, I don't really watch teams besides the Kings, but I had to tune in to watch that game. That 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 fifty point performance was incredible. I mean, and to win the game, alley oop, and you know to knock out the Bucks. I mean, that's uh really what Jimmy Butler pretty amazing, been. pretty pretty amazing, Grant. You know, Grant, I think a lot of people have been talking about the inexperience of the Kings, and I don't really resonate with that. And the reason why is because these guys are professional athletes. They've been in hundreds of of close games. I think the only really big difference is that more people are actually watching on TV. There are more people and fans. I mean, some of these colleges can hold 20-plus thousand people. I mean, it's really incredible. I, I don't really resonate with the whole inexperience thing. What do you What do you think about that? I mean, these guys have been in. Well, I think the Warriors. I think the Warriors and what they've gone through and their multiple championships with their core. I think that is an advantage, and I do think that means something. They they know how to handle every situation. They've seen it all. They've done it all. They don't get rattled, and they know how to handle adversity better than the Kings right now. So mm -hmm. I I do think that the Warriors championship pedigree has been a difference in this series. Do yeah. I think the Kings' inexperience in the playoffs has really been an issue? No, because if you think about that, the Kings' best player this year 
uh, in the playoffs has been De'Aaron Fox, and it's the first time he's been in the playoffs. So that hasn't been an issue for him. The other player that's played very well, although last night he really struggled shooting, is Davion Mitchell. It's his first time in the NBA playoffs. He's played very well. The guys that have been in the playoffs before, such as Sabonis, such as Herter, you know, such as Barnes, they, they have not played very well. So, you know, maybe what you're saying is true. But I, I do think the Warriors, their group being together for as long as they have their core group, I think that has been a real big key in this series. And you can see the Warriors. I mean, those guys just know. I mean, especially Draymond. He knows. Draymond knows where Curry's going to be, where Clay's going to be yep. before they're even there. Yep. I mean, they're, the way they move without the ball is just incredible basketball. Incredible basketball IQ. I mean, yeah, you, you know, having that core group, I mean, that's why they have, what, four championships now? So, I mean, shout out to them. I hope it goes to game seven. And one last thing, Grant, why do you think there wasn't a technical foul called on Draymond Green? I mean, how could you, how are you able to get? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because what, what De'Aaron said was an expletive directed yeah. right at the official. That's an automatic technical foul. Oh, okay. Sure. All right, and the game is also going on. There wasn't a dead ball situation. Officials, whether you like it or not, they will allow a player to talk to them at a stoppage, even if it's animated, as long as it's not filled with cursing at the official. They will allow that, particularly in the playoffs. Now, I didn't hear what Draymond said, okay? It looked very animated, but that's the difference. What Fox did is an automatic technical, and I'll tell you what else. Tony Brothers was getting ready to tee up De'Aaron on a second time. Oh, yeah. When he and and he stopped himself yeah. because he realized that De'Aaron already had one technical. For sure. So actually, Fox was very lucky in that situation. But as far as the as far as Draymond, again, it was a dead ball situation. And I don't know what language was being used. For sure. But in in the in the official's eyes, he did not go over the line. De'Aaron clearly went over the line when he was screaming at Tyler Ford. And again, it was while the play was going on. You can't totally. do that. Understandable. I mean, it's still kind of amazing to me that even it's even if it's it's a dead ball, I mean, how can you get into I know. I agree. I agree. Crazy. Yeah, for sure. Understandable. But thank you so much, Grant. Hope it goes to Game 7. I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I hope it goes to Game 7, too. But I, I think the chances of that are less than 20%. All right, let's get to Waggus. Hello, Waggus. How are you today? All right, Grant. So I agree with a lot of things with you. I'll say it's 22%. It's not less than 20. All right. I, I think the okay. case can go in there. <laughs> yeah. So um, just was really impressed last night again with De'Aaron Fox and his, you know, still his inability. But the Kings were right there. They missed, I believe, two to three three pointers within the last two minutes that would yep. eventually put them up. And, uh, you know, Draymond made some shots. He actually made a three. So I, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Obviously, it is what it is, uh, but I still think the Kings are not going to go down without a fight. Uh, now, it, it may end up a blow, but yeah. So, and oh, I, I think, I, listen, I don't yeah. think the Kings are going to lay down or anything. I think they're going to yeah, yeah. put up a hell of a fight too. But I think with, I personally think with five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, the game will be over. Yeah, and and you know everybody talks so badly about the officials all the time. You know, I I know I've had my issues, but Tony sure. Brothers, what what he did last night, that was very professional. That was him. Yeah. Not trying to become because because if he if he would have done that, then the whole story is well Fox got kicked out maybe yep. the you know yep. yeah so yep. so we just got to give the officials credit where it's due and last night but but he is a veteran official so yeah and then as yes, far as Draymond yeah I I don't think Draymond did deserve a tag and this is coming from me because 
because number one, he really did get hit, but that's beside the point. But he basically went up there and talked to them and have a, and, and officials will allow that. So you're absolutely correct. So, well, he didn't um, really, you know, it, he, again, what, what we see on TV and what's happening in real life yeah. can be two different things. It looked extremely animated on TV, but if he's not cursing at the ref and not getting personal, the officials very often will allow that. Okay. Now yeah. here's, here's the other aspect. Sometimes an official will be stop. That's enough. Okay. Yeah. And once an official says, stop, that's enough. If the player continues, they will get teed up. I don't know if Tony Brothers said that to Draymond. Again, we can't hear what was going on, but I've talked to a lot of officials about this. When official says, that's enough, okay? Yep. And then uh, very often on it, they'll do it a second time. Hey, that's enough. And if it continues, they automatically will hit a technical. But So it, officials are different, but I don't know if Tony told Draymond, hey, stop, that's enough. And again, I don't know what Draymond was actually saying to him. As long as he wasn't you know, swearing at him, and making a personal, an official very often in that situation will allow it to go for a while. Yeah, and and I know obviously we have our issues with Draymond, but I think he played one hell of a game last night. And he's I the best player he, on the floor last night. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, you know, that's why he is who he is. If he can just yep. shut up on the other things, he's actually yep. a pretty great player yep. to have on your team. Um, so I, 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 and and Sabonis was aggressive, but you know, it, it's just not the same. It's like. He's playing complete. I don't know if he's hurt. I mean, obviously we'll find out, but sure. Um, you know, um, I'm really hoping that it does go seven games. So, um, you know, I think I think the Kings' best chance to win tomorrow is for Draymond Green to get a flagrant two and get kicked out of the game, which is very possible, by the way. I mean, he's he's it's very possible for him to do that, and I think that's the Kings' best chance to win the game tomorrow is to get Draymond Green kicked out of the game. And again, you can antagonize him, and he can do stupid things. And so, again, that that to me. If you tell me there's a game seven, I will say, oh, Draymond got kicked out. I don't think the Kings win the game tomorrow without Draymond Green being ejected because I don't think De'Aaron Fox is going to be as good as he was last night tomorrow. I just don't see it. You know, and as uh, Jay just said, you know, very often the edema, the swelling, that he got hit on that finger again, and it was clearly bothering him. That finger, okay, that, that thing's not going to be better tomorrow. Okay, it's going to be worse. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I'm, I mean, I'm, it's called common sense. I, I wouldn't, I, I just, I don't see how De'Aaron's going to be effective tomorrow. I just don't. Yeah. And, and if the Kings are able to go in there and let's just say beat them, then I give them a 60% chance of winning game seven because I give them one hell of a chance then. Right. But yeah, I, I don't see it either. I mean, obviously trying to be realistic, but, but it's been great. It's been great having you out here. Um, I get to see you again. So um, yeah, five o'clock start time. And that's because LeBron gets a prime time slot, right? That's right. You're 100% and, correct. And yep. how how do you think that's going to affect the game, though? Us having a uh, uh, that game having a two-hour. Uh, I don't really time? think it's. I, I it shouldn't matter. I mean, it it, it shouldn't matter. It's two hours should not matter to any of the players. So, um, I I don't. Why would it matter? Explain to me why you think it well, might matter. Well, what I'm saying is, if a team is normally you know playing at the seven o'clock window instead of the five o'clock, right? Well, they just had two games though. And respect on each Sunday that started at yeah, uh, twelve in the afternoon. So what difference or twelve thirty? I mean, I don't think it really matters. Uh, the only difference I see, Grant, is because those games were two days off in between instead of one day off. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, but, but two hours. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just, you know, all right. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But thank you. I mean, like, like, I mean, do you think, for instance, you going to work or whatever you do, like, if all of a sudden you had to be somewhere two hours earlier? Is that really is that really going to mess you up that time? Or you just adjust. That's all, you know.
You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I mean, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, that's not going to, it's not going to be an issue. Both teams are playing at five o'clock. It's not like one team's playing at five and the other team's playing at seven. They're both going to be there. You know, the, the bus is going to leave the hotel for Sacramento at at 245 and 315. All right. Just like it always does. You know, they have a bus that leaves, you know, 30 minutes before the first bus. And then the second bus will leave, you know, uh, an hour and 45 minutes before the start of the game. They'll have a police escort The uh, from where their hotel is. It's going to take them five minutes. To, they do. They have a police escort. It's going to take them five minutes to get to the arena. You know, I mean, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not. It's just you like know, any other, you know, any other scheme. Grant, your preparation sometimes, man, you got it down to, to the T. So uh, I'm impressed. Well, I was on that bus. I was on that bus for 32 years. So I got it down pretty good. You know, I know I, 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 I get it. Okay. Like, and I know where they're staying because we used to stay at that hotel. I know how long it is to the arena. Hey, I'll tell you, when they played in Oakland, that was actually very challenging for me because I would actually take part on a weekday game. Uh, because the traffic was always bad. I would take BART to Oakland and then walk across the long bridge past the football stadium into the press area at Oracle to do my show at 3 o'clock. So I would leave the hotel uh, to catch a BART. I mean, I had it down to the freaking minute. I would catch the BART at Powell Street that left at uh, 2.08, okay? And I would literally walk into the arena with my engineer, Bill, all set up and ready to go uh, at about between 255 and 258, okay? And I would sit down, and he would always go, man, I've been worried. I go, don't worry about me. You know, I'm always here. I'm always answering the bell. And I would literally sit down, and sometimes I'd put my headset on, and the music intro to my show would be playing. So, you know, I got it down, Waggus. I got it down, right. buddy. I love it. I got to go I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, my man. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye -bye. Good stuff right there. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, I invite you to do so. By the way, uh, I am going on Brian Kilmeade's show on Saturday on Fox News. So I'm looking forward to that. I will be doing a interview. I'm not sure how long it will be. Uh, they have not notified me, but I am going to be on with uh, Brian Kilmeade on Fox News on his program on Saturday evening. So if you're at home, or if you want to record that, I will be on national television coming up on Saturday. All right. If you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and uh, we'll put you on before we wrap up this matinee. It's an interesting 11 a.m. You know, I'm really happy that we're getting calls and you all are, are joining me and very much looking forward uh, to that. All right. Let's get to uh, Eli. Hello, Eli. Welcome to the program. How are you? Eli. Yep. Hey Grant, how, how are you? Can you good, buddy. Me? How are you? Yep. Good. Really I'm on a bike clear. ride. I'm on a bike ride. I hope you can hear me all right. <laughs> yeah, you're all good, buddy. I love it. I love it. Hey, I just wanted to let you know that um, that's awesome that you're going to be on TV. I'll definitely be tuning in for that. Um, I assume you're going to be talking about your story and your lawsuit and all that, right? Yeah, I don't. They didn't um, disclose to me what the content of the interview was going to be, but I'm like, yep, bring it. Let's go. I'm. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Awesome. Yeah, well, that I think that this story should go national. So that's great that you're getting that exposure. Um, Grant, I just wanted to talk to you about the Kings real quick. Um, I don't know if you've already talked about or heard about the game four, how they said that they missed a call in the last 30 seconds. Did you hear yep. about that? Yeah, the Draymond yeah. Green, I think with 36 or 37 seconds left, should have been two free throws for Fox. Yes. 
Yeah, that's just really frustrating, Grant. I mean, I think the fact that the Kings were up 2-0 in the series and they were in the driver's seat and you have things like that and you have things like, you know, Harrison Barnes not making the shot. And it's just very frustrating because yep. this, this yep. series was very winnable. And, you know, yep. I don't I don't necessarily have any question or anything. It's just I wanted to vent because it's just kind of bad luck. Yep. You know, being a Kings fan, we've always had that bad luck. Yep. Unfortunately, it's always something. Continue. It's always something. Yep. You're right. It's always something. And it's frustrating. And I get that. I've been through it. I understand. I mean, it was game six of the 2002 Western Conference Finals that cost the Kings the championship. It is always something. You're right. And I understand being pissed and frustrated. I get it. I, I understand exactly. completely. Yeah. And I yep. mean, obviously, we're not going to go to that level of like, you know, that game being rigged like in 2002. Some people think that obviously it's not at that level. But yeah, it's just bad luck, like we were saying. And, um, you know, I'm just frustrated, Grant. It was a winnable series and now we're probably going to lose. And well, I guess there's I always you. next year. <laughs> Thank you, Eli. Enjoy all right, your that's bike all ride, I have, buddy. Man. All right. Take care. See you later. Beautiful day. Temperature in the what low to mid 80s. That's perfect out today. Absolutely beautiful here. All right, let's say hello to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing okay, Grant. How about you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, just watching this series, it just goes to show you. I mean, we're playing against four all-stars and we have two all-stars. And the way I always look at it is if you take your team and the other team and you say uh, would any of my players on my team, like the Kings, be starters on the Warriors? And the only, I mean, correct, I mean, what, what's your thought on what, would Sabonis be the only starter? I mean, Fox wouldn't start over Curry. I mean, no, but you'd probably have them both play at the same time. But I understand your point. Herder would not start, clearly. Um, Keegan Murray would not start. Bar yeah, I. I think, well, that's probably why the Warriors are going to win the series in six games. You probably just answered that question. And they have a better bench, too. Right, right. It, it just goes back to, like, you know, I'm a Giants fan. And then we've always got the Nemesis Dodgers in the division. And and I always, you know, I'd be excited for the Giants, especially that year where they won 107 or whatever it was. And then yep. they get to the playoffs. And I sit there yep. and go, would any of the Giants even start on the Dodgers? The answer was no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that you know Steph Curry is one of the best players of his generation. But I think if you're looking at this objectively, De'Aaron Fox has been as good, if not better, than Steph Curry in this series. Right, right. He he has been, and you know, and you know, it's just the luck of the draw that you got to pick the. I mean, we got the defending champions who played hurt most of the year, then they get it together at the playoffs. They would have beat the Clippers. If they would have matched up, I think they would have beat the Clippers. No question. Without Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, totally. Yeah, yeah, they would have beat them. But just to get matched up against the defending champions, that wasn't yep. wasn't a good draw. I've been saying that for a month. I've been saying that for a month. I said the one team you do not want to play in the playoffs is the Warriors. I've been saying that ever since March 1st hit. I said as we get closer to the playoffs, you do not want the Warriors. You don't want the Warriors. You don't want the – this is why you don't want the Warriors, okay, because they're not going to beat themselves at the end of the game, and they've been there before and they've done it. Now, this series is not over yet, okay? There's, no. there's, there's You have to win four. They have three, but I certainly don't like the Kings' chances tomorrow. Uh, right. I, I, I don't, but you gotta, I give them total – I'm not – being a, you know, a Nelly, you know, a negative Nelly here. I mean, the, even to make it as far as I do, they did. I'm it's been very, awesome. I'm very yep. happy about that. It's just the, you know, the fact that they got the draw they got. And that's just unfortunate. But uh, that's just the way. If you want to win the championship, you got to beat the champions, or you got to 
beat the best teams in there anyway, right? Yeah, you could make the argument that the Golden State Warriors are the best sixth seed in the history of the NBA playoffs. I mean, if you really want to analyze it, you know, when they're healthy, you could make that argument that, gee, has there ever been a better sixth seed in the playoffs? I mean this, ever, than the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I, I know it. And then last night, Green, I mean, that guy's either a light switch. He's either yep. he's yep. either he's the troublemaker, he's a Dennis Rodman or uh or one of the, or he goes out and gets twenty last night, and he's a total. Yeah, you're right. He's a total innocent, innocent player. Like, won't let anybody get underneath his skin last night, and he does everything right, you know. Or he's a total asshole. Yep, there's really uh, it's it's always to one extreme or the other. And last night, uh, he was the best player on the floor, in my opinion. I, the Warriors would not have won that game last night without Draymond Green playing the way he did. He was. Fabulous last night. He was he was great. You got to call it the way it is. He was great. He, he hit his three pointers. He had good he blocked pass. shots. He stole the ball. He rebounded. I mean, he did everything. Yeah. And right. he passed. His assist totals were way up. I mean, he did absolutely everything last night. I don't know. It's incredible. Well, we'll see how it goes. And you know, they got to any way you look at it. The season's been a success. And sure so- has. Sure, appreciate you. Uh, like everybody else says, all the other callers that's been complimenting you, uh, you know, giving us a ride, that you've given us this ride to be there for us and talk about it. It's been enjoyable. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate your support. All, all right. right. Take care. Bye-bye. That's why I do it. It's because of people like you and Cody and Waggis and Jay and Ryan and, you know, Jerry. I mean, every, every Dorian. I mean, I can go on and on. I hate to mention names because now I'm leaving some people out and they're like, hey, what about me? What about me? You two, you two, you two, <laughs> everyone. OK, I, I appreciate everyone. That's why I do this. I mean, it's why I do this. So I I appreciate that. I wouldn't do it without your support. And these watch parties have been unbelievable. I mean, the number of people that have come down and hung out just, you know, I, I love that. I love being with the fans. It's the best part of my job. That's why I keep on saying over and over again, what has really made me happy the month of April is watching the joy and the excitement for the Kings fans. And yeah, they're going to be disappointed if the team loses tomorrow. But like Jeff just did and Dorian and other callers, if you look at the totality of this season, even if the Kings lose tomorrow, it's the arrows are pointing northward north they're pointing up okay this team has got a bright future now nothing is certain i mean if the aaron fox goes down with a bad knee injury or an ankle injury that changes everything all right you got to be realistic about this but when you look at what they have they have a really nice future doesn't mean championship although you never know but they're not the doormats of the league anymore right when's the last time you could say that the Kings have been the laughing stock of the NBA since 2006. They have been the butt of all jokes. They have been the team that everyone wants to make fun of. Well, no one's making fun of this team anymore. Okay. That's in the past. That's over with. There are no more jokes about the Sacramento Kings. That's a thing of the past. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking at that as a positive. I think that is a big time positive. All right. If you want to get in on the program, before we adjourn on this Thursday. Don't forget tomorrow, that's a five o'clock tip, not seven, five. A lot of people don't know that. So pass the word along to your friends that tomorrow's game is at five o'clock, which means we will be down at 34 Mexican Cantina doing our pregame at 4.30. 
come on down. You can sit outside on the patio. It's freaking awesome. Inside, there's TVs everywhere. I mean, it's a great time. And I had the, I had a great time. I really did. It was awesome. So come on down and join us. That is going to be tomorrow. Enjoy the NFL draft. That should be interesting that we can recap tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to all of that. And again, for those of you that adjusted to join me for these 35 or 40 minutes today, thank you very much. I'd start time. But again, I didn't want to go head to head with the NFL draft. You take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.